Mel Yummy Mummy Geriatric Mum? How the f*** did that happen? Hi, I'm Sally Wallace and welcome to my podcast, Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Okay, I know what you're thinking. Why the name? Well, it's a label that I've been slapped with recently, so I've decided to embrace it. But don't worry, it's not all sore nips and stretch marks from here onwards. As a former radio presenter, public speaker, and someone who's a huge advocate of keeping banter alive, each week I'll be sharing life observations with a twist, random questions, subject matters that'll blow your mind, like, do we really eat spiders in our sleep? Am I the only woman who walks around with crystals in her bra? And... Why is it that my husband's clothes and socks are so much more comfortable than my own? All gripping stuff. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. Something has brought you here today, and I think it's because we're on the same vibration station. Thank you so much for having a listen. I really hope you enjoy it. Merry Christmas and welcome to a very festive edition of Adventures of a Geriatric Mum. My name is Sally Wallace, I am your host and I'm feeling incredibly Christmassy. So for this episode I'm going to be swinging my baubles around my head, ramming mince pies down my throat and snogging myself under the mistletoe. Actually I have already rammed quite a few mince pies down my throat. Oh my god, mince pies. Mince pies I think are a bit like Marmite. You either love them or you hate them. And in my case, I absolutely love them. Oh, my favourite mince pies are Marks and Spencer's mince pies. And they're the ones with the icing on top. So they're a bit like a cherry bakewell, but not. It's obviously mince pie and mince, mince, mince meat inside. I don't want to say mince meat, do you? It's not meat, but mince inside of it. Um, by the way, mince pies are not meat. They're, they're, they're sweet. They're a lovely sweet mixture of like raisins and bits of spice and everything. Oh my God, if you've never had one, you are so missing out. I've actually, just before I came and sat down, my God, I've had a hell of a day today. Just so that, right, there you go. It's quarter to five on the 23rd of December. So it's Friday the 23rd of December. I'm starting to lose my voice. <clears throat> it's been full on for me uh, today. But I'm, you know, fucking hell, it's not all about me. Good God. But I'm going to tell you some funny shit that's happened. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been quite full on for me today. And I've not eaten at all. I've been drinking loads. Like, well, because I'm always like, stay lubricated, drink water, drink water. Um and I've been drinking, but then I realised I'm not eating anything. And I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go and do an episode of my podcast before I go and pick Roman up from nursery. And um, I'm a bit hungry. Oh, I just bought some mince pies today because I did my Christmas food shopping today. Um, and I just literally dipped a massive mince pie in the tub of double cream and just stuck the whole thing in my mouth like that. Oh, boom. Oh my God, I didn't, I don't think I chewed much, probably about two, probably about two chews and it went down um, with a warm cup of tea. Oh, it was amazing. Am I going to do it again? Quite a few times, quite a few times up until the new year. Without a doubt, I'm not going to deny myself that pleasure. Um, Mince pies are the one thing that I do love eating at Christmas and I think they're amazing. Stolen, that's another thing. I could quite happily talk to you about Stolen for a few hours, but I think you've got to, have you ever tried Stolen? It's like a marzipan kind of cakey thing, and it's actually very tasty. Not really all about chocolate log, even though I do enjoy saying chocolate log quite a bit, and I find it really funny when people offer you a log. (laughs) I just love that. Would you like some log? (laughs) Which log's that? Chocolate log. Oh yeah, delicious. Thank you. Mm. So, Christmas food's just great, isn't it? And I'm one of these people who love sprouts. I am one. Of, I absolutely love sprouts. Uh, first of all, 
they obviously you can have quite a lot of fun with them once they've been digested but I genuinely like the taste of sprouts I do um and uh, are you one of those people that does a um <laughs> just actually I second guess myself then because I wasn't going to mention it but I thought yeah fuck it are you one of those people that actually gives your pets a Christmas dinner as well yeah because that's exactly what I do so at Christmas dinner, I do a Christmas dinner for obviously myself, husband and, and um, Roman, who's our son. And then Jack Russell's always get something as well. Always get something. And you chuck a few sprouts in there. But dog farts are just horrendous. Anyway, dog sprout farts are pretty nuclear, really quite bad. So yes, it's been a busy day today. In fact, it's been a busy week, but I know for a fact that I'm not on my own with that because, listen, I'm only cooking for three on Christmas Day. It's going to be very, very quiet for us, which is wonderful. Oh, five, sorry, including the dogs. Um, But I know there's people that are cooking for like 10 and 15 and not for me. No, thank you. That wouldn't be for me. That was my childhood. That was my mum, bless her, Sandra, amazing woman, used to cook for everybody at Christmas. So I'm one of four. So she'd cook for six of us for years, bearing in mind my mother was vegetarian and she still used to cook a banging turkey. And then, of course, as, um, if my grand and granddad came down, uh, they've, they've both passed away now, God, uh, the best, honestly, the best. If any of my relations are listening to this, they will literally be smiling from ear to ear as soon as I mention granddad Tom and grandma Bert the best and they would come down for Christmas when we were kids we used to have to come up so I grew up in the south of England okay so when we were kids we used to have to drive up to the north of England which is where my mum's whole family live which is where we all live now Um, um, and we used to spend it with grandma and granddad when we were kids and then as we got older grandma and granddad used to come down and spend it with us at Christmas and it was just hilarious it was mint I'll never forget one year my mum was a ward sister if you listen to my episodes regularly, you'll know that already. Sandra was a nurse for a number of years. And my mother worked on a ward where her patients were long term. So she would, my mum my mom worked in a spinal injuries unit. And um, it is, I mean, they, I don't think you can do this nowadays in the hospital, but Sandra would go in dressed up as anything. She used to have flashing earrings. And once she went as a blue fairy, um, and she's, she's a bigger girl, my mum. So she was a rather lovely, cuddly blue fairy. Um, and one day she got a bit pissed at work. <laughs> my dad had to go and pick her up. <laughs> but you know what? It was such a laugh. It was, my mum was so funny. She was so funny. And then one year she went, right, all you've got to do is do all the bloody vegetables whilst I've gone. And she, you know, you'd get, she'd have everything on the pots and the pans already on the, on the stove, ready to go for when she got home from work. And she'd always try and chuck in early as well on Christmas Day, my mum. So then at least we didn't used to eat until later on in the day anyway. But to be fair, we'd all be eating smoked salmon and scrambled eggs and croissants. And my brother used to crack open champagne and Buck's Fizz in the morning at my mum. It was always a good, good Christmas Day at my mum and dad's, right? Um, we'd all got pissed with granddad. Granddad had got us all pissed um, in the morning and we forgot to do the veg. So by the time my mum got in, oh my God, she was livid. You've never seen an angrier blue fairy. Believe me, Sandra was well pissed off. But as soon as my granddad cheered her up, she was fine. It's She was fine. But you always have drama, don't you, on Christmas Day? Oh my God, Christmas Day in the Hudson, because that's my maiden name, Hudson. Christmas Day in the Hudson household was never a Christmas unless there was a massive argument at some point as well. Um, so that's why this year, with it just being myself, my husband and my son, oh, I'm actually quite relieved. I'm, I actually, I don't mind a quiet Christmas at all. I really don't. I nipped into the shops today just to go and, I mean, this is how last minute I am. It's the 23rd. I've not ordered a turkey. I just went and bought one off the shelf today and thought, do you know what? I don't want the bones. I'll just get a turkey crown and bang it in the oven. That's fine. Um, and then no shit, right? 
the checkout was about 45 minutes like the, the queue to get to the tills and um, this woman goes up and queuing here now for 20 minutes that woman says it's about 45 so i went through the self-checkout with a massive trolley of food had my own bags anyway the dirty looks i got and all i did was turn to this woman she was you can tell she was kind of cussing me and everything and i turned to her and I, went, look, I smiled and i went merry christmas <laughs> and smiled she must have been thinking, bitch, because obviously I was there for ages. But what's the fucking problem? It's a till. I'm not queuing for 45 minutes. I can serve myself, scan it through myself. I used to work on a till at Tesco's as a kid, stick it in my own bags and boom, I'm out of there. It was easy done. But yeah, it did piss a few of the people off that had just come in for a sandwich. <laughs> or oh, I've got to get some butter or something like that. So I don't really give a shit, to be honest with you. I was paying. I was paying for my goods. It's not like I was fucking shoplifting. So yeah, I got smart today and just literally went through the self-checkout with a massive trolley of shopping. But you know what? I got talking to the lady who was, you know, when you know when you're doing self-checkout, it's an absolute ball ache, isn't it? And it goes, bing, bing. So it, it's, it's something in the bagging area. It's something in the fucking bagging area. Oh my God. And then she's got to come and scan it. because I don't know what's going on here. Puts the numbers in and everything. Anyway, she was a young girl and she was really pretty actually. And I just said to her, oh, Merry Christmas. And it was Sarah. I was like, Merry Christmas, Sarah. And she went, oh, you're lovely. I went, no, I'm not. I'm just normal. She went, no, you're not. Yesterday I got shouted at and I got really upset. I went, what? And she was, you can tell she was a really nice girl. She was young and therefore she never wanted to obviously say anything bad about anybody or anything. And I just said, oh, I hope you told her to fuck off. <laughs> she just looked at me and she went, oh. I went, well, she shouldn't have shouted it. It was Christmas for fuck's sake. The baby Jesus will be crying. And she, you could just see that just by me being obviously a little bit potty mouth and a bit on her side, the smile on her face, she went, oh, I'm so glad you've come here today. And I said, listen, Sarah, it's Christmas. I said, if somebody has shouted at you, they've not shouted at you. She shouted at herself. She's obviously a very fucking unhappy woman. She went, she was shouting at me so much, she spat on my face. I said, well, you should have said to her, say it, don't spray it, bitch. <laughs> Just walked off. <laughs> Do you know, where do people get off talking to other people like shit in customer service? It absolutely riles me. It, I do not at all in any way go by this theory of the customer is always right because quite frankly they're not and some of them are vile so we live in this be kind culture be kind that is not a free pass to be a fucking asshole and that's what really pisses me off some people i understand there's pressures at christmas i totally get it but you know what everybody's trying to do the same thing and make their family happy and have a wonderful day everybody's on that same mission aren't they for the 25th everyone is we're all going to get there a different way but there's no need to make someone else feel shit whilst you're on your way there so i am so proud of myself today for putting a smile on that lady's face because she truly truly deserved it and you know what i might go back in and give her a hug (laughs) i even said that to her i said listen you're not going to get any shouting from me you might get a massive hug but you know let's just see how this goes so i just really felt for I really did. I love Christmas. I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not Christmas crazy. Um, so I don't, I, I do have a Christmas jumper, but it doesn't have anything on it. I have like a sparkly jumper. We have done a few Christmassy things this year. So we did the, um, we did a steam train last Saturday with my mum and dad, which was amazing on the Seven Valley Railway for Roman. And it was fabulous. It was called Steaming Lights. So it was lights everywhere. And for Roman, oof, it was like a sensory overload. It was like catnip. He absolutely loved it. And then we stayed at my mum and dad's the night because it was just so much easier instead of driving all the way back to ours. Um, 
And my mum's Christmas shit gets better every year. Oh, Sandra outdoes herself. Look at this. She's so proud of it. Sally, look at this. Sally, have you seen what I've bought here? Mum, where she's got this glass ball with a robin on the outside of it. And it's got lights on the inside of it. Mum, where have you got that from? Your brother's. Near your brother. A place near your brother's. And my brother's just bought a new house in South Wales, right? I was like, do you want me to get you one? No, Mum, it's, it's okay. I just love the fact that she's offered, though. <laughs> I was like, no, mum, it's all right. I just don't know where I'd put it, to be honest with you. And I don't, I, my house isn't as nice as yours. She's like, oh, shut up. Anyway, she's got this little lantern as well, which for Roman was amazing. And it's got a snowman on it. And it's like a snow globe, but it's in the shape of an old, like, tilly lantern, like an old paraffin lantern. And oh, my God, it was like, Roman was like a moth to it. Roman, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Um, and I was like, mum, where did you get that? $40. I bought it in America. How do you get this shit home, mum? Honestly, the stuff. She's got a, a snowman that plays the piano. He's an, a, he's like a little battery-powered thing. And he goes, ho, 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 and starts playing the piano and sings out some stuff. She's got a Christmas Scooby-Doo, which scared the shit out of Roman. She's got these jiggling Santas, which when you throw them, they, they, they basically they vibrate. <laughs> and she, I said, mum, you've got so much. Oh, this is only half of my shit. I've only, I've only done half my shit this year. So yeah, she just never ever fails to make me laugh, my mum. She just, she absolutely loves Christmas shit. And I guarantee right now you're probably thinking either about your own home that's got Christmas shit in it or your mum's house or your grand's house. Now, when I was a kid, and don't get me wrong, I'm not going to go down some sort of old nostalgia. Oh, no, do you know what? I am. I am going to go down a bit of a nostalgic route. Christmas decorations were awesome. And they were tacky and look at, you know, on reflection now, at the time they were like, wow, you know, I remember thinking tinsel, fucking yes. What was that stringy stuff called that used to get everywhere and you would find it like months later, like in the middle of July, you'd suddenly find, Lametta, is that what, oh my God, I'm Googling this shit right now because it's really bugging me. I think it's called Lametta or Lamenta or something like this. And it was like this stringy sort of, um, is it called Lametta? Lametta tinsel. Oh, that's it. It is called Lametta. Lametta, right? And it used to it like throw it onto the tree and it was just stringy, stringy tinsel. It used to go everywhere. It would be everywhere. Tinsel in itself is genius. Um, when we were kids, we used to have these kind of like shiny plastic decorations and nobody had just white lights on the tree. Oh no, you had technicolored like fruit pastel lights everywhere. I mean, they were literally fruit, like the colors of everything. They're so tacky. And they would have like, your your lights wouldn't just be like an LED. They weren't like, an, you'd have bulbs, actual little light bulbs. And they used to have like these little green flowers. Do you remember there's like a, a plastic green flower and then you put the light bulb in it. And if your lights, when you went, one of the bulbs is gone. One of the bulbs, what color is it? What <laughs> You'd look for the colored bulb to put back in the lights. <laughs> I remember my dad, and when we were kids, my dad used to have to commute everywhere. And this is when you could commute in a car, okay? Um, and he used to commute in and out of London. And uh, we lived in the South anyway. So, I mean, he was doing like 100 miles in and 100 miles back a day. But it used to take him an hour and a half to get into London and an hour and a half back, which now takes you three, three hours to get in and three hours to get back. So, and sometimes he could do it in an hour. I mean, that's how little traffic there was on the road. But also that's how much you could speed back then in the 80s in a two-litre Sierra. So he used to get his um, points from the Shell garage. And back then he used to be able to go collect your points and you could get like a nice set of tumblers. Like, oh, where'd you get these from? Shell garage. Oh, and they're lovely, good quality as well. Lovely quality, these. 
And you'd also get these uh, Christmas decorations that were like gold and green and like shiny. I'm talking shiny as shit, right? I'm talking shiny, blind you. Um, and uh, my dad collected all the all the shell points because of his mileage that he used to do. And he used to come home with all of these bloody shell decorations. Oh, my God. We were like pigs and shit with them. Oh, they look so expensive. Oh, put them on the tree. Put them on the tree straight away. <laughs> Fucking horrendous. Get the lametta on him. Oh, they look amazing. They look amazing. Where's the fruit pastel colours? Oh, beautiful. So the shit that we used to do as kids was... And we used to make our own Christmas decorations as well. And we used to put chocolates on the tree. I couldn't find any tree chocolates this year. But to be fair, I've not got any baubles on the tree this year because Roman's already pulled the tree down once, which, I tell you what, mother's intuition, I knew it was going to happen. And he does like to destroy baubles. At at this age, yes, he does. He's three. But he's also very active. So, and he's obsessed with the tree. So nothing's gone on the tree this year. When I first, when I first got a tree, when I, when I I lived on my own, um, I put I put chocolates on it one year and Milo who is my Jack Russell who's now 12 he's 12 on Boxing Day picked them off unwrapped them and ate them gave himself the shits so yeah we've never had any chocolates on the tree since so I'm thinking next year Roman will be a bit older Milo's bless him has gone blind (laughs) so it sounds awful doesn't it what a bitch so I'm thinking I'm gonna get baubles and chocolates on the tree finally (laughs) it's only taken me over a couple of well about a decade or so so yeah, it's uh, Christmas decorations from when I was a kid were the best though. And that's, I, I genuinely remember that. I remember, I just remember getting so excited about getting the boxes out of the loft and Christmas cards. I've already talked about Christmas cards. If you listen to the last episode that I did, Christmas cards were like my in thing. I, just, I absolutely loved them. And Christmas carols. Okay, so where we live now, we just don't really get this, but we grew up in a very small village. Um, we used to have, do you remember the Chris, Chris, Chris Tingle, Chris Tingle service at church? So I went to a Church of England school and we used to have a Chris Tingle service and you'd have an orange with a candle in it and then you'd have these toothpicks sticking out of it and dolly mixtures on your toothpicks. Did you ever experience that? If you went to Church of England, then you probably did. If you didn't, well, do you know what? Listen to the story. It's quite fun. And also you might educate yourself. Um and you, uh, what, what's it to celebrate? It's obviously, a, it's a service of Christ, okay? So we have to remember that Christmas is to do with the baby Jesus, which I think a lot of people think is just about Santa. Don't get me wrong, I'm not going on a religious hike here. That's not my style, but I do find it quite funny sometimes that people forget what it's actually all about. Anyway, the Chris Tingle service, you'd get like a, like I said, you'd have an orange and a candle and you'd be about seven years old and you'd be sat there staring at these dolly mixtures and you're just thinking, I wouldn't thought that when I was that I'd ever thought, you know, wow, I want to eat those. (laughs) That's what I just literally used to try and lean forward without the vicar looking at you and then sort of like a (laughs) just nick one off the orange. So you'd hold on to this little orange in your hand and you just literally, <laughs> just if you could lean far enough, yeah, you'd nick them. And so on the toothpicks that were closest to you, there'd be nothing left on those ones because you'd have eaten a wall by the time you got out of the church. But yeah, Chris Tingle service, you'd have a Chris Tingle service. And then, oh God, what else did we used to do? 
uh, I'm just trying to think now, Christmas carols. In the village that we used to live in, we used to do Christmas caroling. And so they used to have, because it was quite a big farming community where I grew up in the middle of nowhere in Wiltshire, right? And you'd have the tractor and what they would do is put bales like hay bales or straw bales on the back of the trailer of the tractor. And then you would sit on the back of it and they drive you around the village singing on the back of the fucking tractor. <laughs> and I'm laughing, but it's just, just the best memory ever. It was the best memory ever. And you would get people it was so sweet though because it was full of very old traditionally british people and it'd be like oh, merry christmas yes merry christmas merry christmas and then my mum used to take us to church every christmas morning like every christmas morning without a failure we'd go to church and it was like merry christmas merry christmas and my mum always my mum was like um mrs walton she always wanted to put a show on you know like oh look it's my family all, all dressed nice and appropriately um and uh there was a woman who used to play the organ and if you <laughs> she was amazing but <laughs> she used to play out of tune and it was honestly like a scene from the vicar of dibley and not only that people used to obviously go for holy communion which is fine that's a choice uh and <laughs> you know, on christmas morning they used to get through <laughs> a couple of bottles of wine <laughs> Because I used to hold the candles <laughs> in the church, and you could see the vicar was having to top it up all the time because <laughs> they, they were they were they were enjoying themselves. Put it that way, the elderly. Oh, just one more! It was just brilliant. It was just the best memories ever. Honestly, I, I think about Christmas. When I think about Christmas, I do think about some of the best times I've had as a child. And obviously, now being a parent, this is my time now to make memories for Roman, which is is amazing. But I'm going to tell him so many funny things that have happened. I mean, right, just a quick one, and then. I actually need to go and pick my son up from nursery. But um, it was one Christmas and we were, I was living in Newcastle upon Tyne. My mum and dad lived in Wiltshire and we were all making a beeline to go back to Wiltshire, the whole family. So my brother and his husband went, my other brother went, my sister was living in the UK at the time. Oh no, hang on a minute. I think there was, there was, no, that wasn't, there was, I, I drove down in the middle of the night, it took me seven hours, I was knackered. Oh, was it six hours? I know, it doesn't matter. It took me six hours to get home, right? And I drove straight down there. Packet of mobile lights, I was fine. I mean, Ministry of Sound CDs was all right. Um, and then, uh, so Christmas Day, my brother came round with his daughter. My sister was there with her now husband. Um, this is before we all had kids. And then the next day, my, bro- my other brother and his husband were coming round. Anyway, Christmas night, we'd all got pissed. I mean, I must have been about 26, okay? So I was smoking like a chimney, drinking like a fish. It was hilarious. And my sister, her concoctions of baking are questionable as to whether you would call it food or not. So she was like, oh, I've made these mince pies. Oh my God, she had laced them. And I mean, laced them with brandy. I was like, fucking hell, I've been pissed after one. My sister's called Zoe, by the way. And she was like, they taste nice, so they taste nice. And so if you had one of Zoe's mince pies with some of mum's brandy cream, oof, it was, it, and then plus at the same time you're having a vodka or maybe a bottle of Wicked. You know, we were quite, we were classy, very classy. Um, so I think it had got to about 12 o'clock at night. We lived in the middle of nowhere, so it was wonderful. So, and it was lovely. You could sit outside. So we're all sat outside on the chairs. Then we used to have these lovely big steps at the front of the house and there was chairs there. So we're all sat outside having a cigarette. It was me and my sister, my brother-in-law, my other brother, I think my mum had come out. Go on. I'll have a cigarette. No, you won't, mother. For fuck's sake, Sandra, you're not having a fag. Um, and I said, do you know what? I'm going to go and have one of Zoe's mince pies. So Zoe went, oh, stick it in the microwave for a couple of minutes. They're amazing when you heat them up. They're, in, they're, they're much better. I was, oh, all right. Okay, I'll do that then, Zoe. 
So I went inside, put one of Zoe's mince pies, 30 seconds, put one of Zoe's mince pies in the microwave for 30 seconds, okay? Bearing in mind, you can't press 30 seconds, you have to press a minute. It, I, I never imagined it would do this. It wasn't in any tin foil. It was homemade. I popped it on a plate, popped it in the microwave, shoved it in, forgot the 30 seconds because I was a bit pissed. It went for a minute. It fucking exploded. <laughs> and it went through the roof of the microwave and blew the door off the front of it. <laughs> I actually went out. I was like... How much booze did you put? She was like, I don't know how much fucking booze I put in them, but it's toxic. Anyway, we were a bit fearful that the microwave might explode again, so we ended up throwing it across the driveway on the front lawn. So when my brother turned up the next day with his husband, he was like, what the fuck? Why is the microwave on the garden? Oh, we'll explain it later, but don't touch Zoe's mince pies. But yeah, Zoe's mince pies actually blew the bloody doors off. Do you know what? I think I'm actually going to have to get my sister to come on an episode one day because she's got some cracking stories about our family from when we were kids. I can I, I, don't, I don't remember all of them, but Zoe does. And she remembers different ones as well. So... In fact, it would actually be quite a good episode. She sounds a lot like me, my sister. She's only two years younger than me, but everybody thinks that she's older than me because she's just a bit more mature or she just looks older than me, to be honest. <laughs> Bitch. She sounds a lot like me as well, but with a slight Aussie accent now because she's lived over there for such a long time. But yeah, maybe that's something to look out for the new year. I'll get Zoe to come on an episode. Have a very Merry Christmas. If you are celebrating Christmas this year, I genuinely wish you all the best. Have a fantastic festive season and all the best for 2023. I'm hoping to try and slip another episode in between Christmas and New Year. Uh, but family comes first, so we'll just have to see how that goes with juggling everything over the next couple of days. If you have been listening to all my episodes up until now, episode 63, then I cannot thank you enough for supporting me uh, in my first year of podcasting. I am so, so grateful. I hope you get everything that you wished for and that you've been, oh, wait for it. You've been a good girl. You've been a good boy. Oh, if only you could sit on Santa's knee still, hey? It's just ruined it for me now. Have a wonderful time. Make sure that you have a tipple. Watch out for the brandy and those mince pies and I'll see you very soon. Much love. Thank you so much for taking a listen to my podcast. Find me on Instagram and Facebook at Adventures of a Geriatric Mum where there's a link to the podcast that you can share with all your friends. After all, sharing is caring and you and I are best friends now.